My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey everyone, we are back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels show. Today, we're going to have an exciting guest ahead of us. Phil Better, host of Phil Better Show, the host of Invest in Yourself, a digital entrepreneur podcast, the host of the Stock Dirty to Me podcast, and also the host of Invest in Yourself podcast series. He is also the CEO of Phil Better Incorporated. Phil, so great to have you on today. How's it going? It's going amazing, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me on. I know it's, it is a mouthful to announce all the shows I host. So I tend to only give one or two, but I'm thankful that you guys said all of them today. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they're all great shows. So, you know, I want to make sure that everyone knows, you know, all the different ones that you have. And, you know, we're going to have a great conversation today. We'll talk about, you know, how the shows affect your business, and it wins, what's working, maybe some of the struggles. So great takeaways and conversation with that alone. But before we get into that, you know, you've done some amazing things. And I, I would love if you didn't mind sharing that with the people listening so they have a, you know, a chance to get to know you a little bit better. All right. So I'll give you the quick elevator history of Phil, uh, Phil Better. So Phil Better Perfect. is the stage name of who I am. My actual name is Phil Lemure. I'm uh, a Canadian. I'm a French Canadian uh, from Montreal, Canada. Uses uh, use the, the better because it's just easier for most English people to say my last name. And so I don't want to give them a struggle. So Phil Better is a stage name I use, but um, started podcasting over 10 years ago with a podcast that's never been released and it will never be released to the public because it's, it's horrible, but I fell in love <laughs> With, with the world then and started listening to a multitude of podcasts, primarily um, Kevin Smith's uh, podcast, just the Smodverse universe of podcasts that he has. Then there was uh, Jerry Ferrara's uh, Bad at Business, which got me into the business type thing because he would have celebrities right. on and talking about their podcast. And then there's the Weekly Planet for my daily dose of pop culture nerdy nerd nerdgasm stuff that I just need um, as a nerd. Yes. So, but... Uh, it was the last podcast that actually got me into redoing podcasting. Uh, from about six years ago, I relaunched. I launched the Phil Better Show, a movie review podcast, to talk with people about movies and all that because movies were popping off at that time. It was just before Joe Rogan and Serial got big, so it was the right, movie pop. Right. I was at the tail end of that movie pop culture uh, span of uh, podcasts, and then True Crime Love came it. over. And then, then Joe Rogan destroyed the world. Uh, but then <laughs> I did that for a couple of years. And then uh, in 2019, had the best and worst year of my life. Uh, and uh, a six-year relationship ended. And then I went into kind of like a dark funk. But I also got right. to go to Ireland, which was always like a dream of mine. So right. it was kind of like the best, like best time of my life, coupled with the worst. And I feel like with, with the interviews that I've done, 
that usually happens. You have the best and the worst just colliding at the same time. Absolutely. And then, then, right. then you have a choice. You have you can go down the dark path or continue down the light. I decided to go down the dark because it was like where where my mind was and all of that. And in November right, of twenty right. November of twenty nineteen, um, had an argument with my mother on my birthday about Christmas ornaments. Oh, like Tell the trifecta. Me about that. Yeah, that was just. <laughs> So we were at my parents' place. Uh, my birthday's in November. And my, my parents have just da- were j- just downsized from a house because all the kids moved out to a condo. So they're okay. like, we, we, okay. we don't need a house anymore. My dad's like, I'm not cutting lawns anymore. Why, why am I cutting? I don't have free labor anymore. I'm not going to do it. Right. I haven't done why it for so many years. Yeah. Done with that. So they downsized. <laughs> yeah. They, they downsized to their condo and they're like, okay, guys, you have to come over. We're going to get rid of, we're not having Christmas anymore. Like my sister has a huge house. So she's like, we're doing it at my sister's place. So I don't need the ornaments anymore so she's like you all come over and I don't know what was going on I was just it was just another very bad day I was just really mentally I was a horrible person to be around like negative all the time went over and my mom must have said something and it just set me off like the shortest fuse to dynamite and it just exploded I started yelling my like two-year-old nephew was there right this is a like and like I'm the godfather so like you're in a dark place I was in a horrible place, like the, the low of the low I've ever been in my life. And my dad was like, okay, that's it. You're going to the doctor. Like no qualms about mm-hmm. it. I'm taking you to the doctor. He takes me to the family doctor. Doc's like, have some pills, um, which for two months did nothing. Like it, I know it's supposed to take longer and all that, but like my mental health was, I already knew it was bad. Like that argument was just okay. like a wake up call super bad uh february of 2020 i went on a burnout for my work i was working at a, a corporate job for a fin- one of the largest financial institutions in canada and wow. and that job was i was in fraud i was in fraud so i was already like like my life was in shambles and let's go deal with the darkest of like you know the fun stuff the darkest of dark you. yeah yeah the darkest of dark people's money and them losing it so like that's just everyone's happy um so i was dealing with that so it was like a whole world of darkness I was in. Right. Um, and the doc was, I go back to the doc in January of 31st, go see him for a checkup. I'm like, I'm done. I, I can't do this. Go on burnout for two months. Cause I'm a man. I'm like, I can do this in two months. I can heal myself. You know, the stupid masculinity. Anyways. Um, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. Go into daily therapy, uh, weekly therapy, not daily. Cause that would have been expensive, but weekly therapy, very expensive, <laughs> very expensive, but weekly therapy, uh, starting like the first week of February, I was very lucky. My therapist, uh, was able to see me right away. And so it was just pretty much a whole change of like lifestyle and the therapy saved me. And then like pretty much 2020 during my burnout, I was just YouTubing how to make money. Cause okay. it was like, I, from therapy, I'm like, I can't stay in the corporate world. The corporate world's not for me. It's not for it's you. stifling and it's just horrible. So pretty much all of 22, 2020, I was just spending watching YouTube, trying drop shipping or uh, any types of thing, anything. And then I realized I, I have a podcast. And at that time, I started seeing popping up of other podcast business stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm going to, I don't know how to start a business. So I'm just going to interview business people and just ask them. So I started the digital entrepreneur podcast in November and I had a goal to launch it in 30 days, get a full season recorded, launch it in 30 days, record as much as I can, and then figure out how I can teach other people. 
launched December 1st with three episodes. Within six months, I was I, I won an award for best business podcast. Um got Congrats. over yeah, thank you very much. I was very like I was mystified. Wow. I'm like, really? Because wow. I listened, yeah. I was listening to other podcasts that were nominated by me, and they they have like better structure, better this, better that, and like the years of business. And I'm like, I have all I know is podcasting. Like that's my magic power. I know I understand podcasting and how to grow things and that. So it was just like, wait, what? Uh, I I won? Right, right. like I'm nominated. Like first being nominated, I was like, yay. And then it was and like, this is like no, really fast you... after you really got into it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, in a short time the, period. It, it was like, literally, I had a one month worth of episodes to, that they were like, you, you, it's for 2020. You have, you have enough episodes. You're, you're inside of it. Uh, you're in, you're in the category. I'm like, I, I have a Am month I? of episodes. Like, is this like, is this a, like, this doesn't make sense. Like I have a month versus a full <laughs> year. And you're saying a month worth of episodes was better than like 50. I was just mystified by that. Right. So, right. And at that same time, it was like, I think, yeah, was it around March? I think March, like March, I signed my first client, Lloyd Ross, uh, the millionaire money mentor who he changed my life as well. Cause I interviewed him in January and he, and I said, Hey, do you want to get on some podcasts? Like my, my, I had no idea how to start a business. And I, so I was like, Hey, you have a great message. You're helping people like learn like kids, my age, kids, I say kids, I'm 36. Um, people, my age, you know, <laughs> young millennials, like I, I still think of myself as an 18 year old. Sometimes um, young millennials so learn how to like build, build wealth. And so I was like, I want to get you as many podcasts as I can. And because I had a huge connection with podcasters, I was just throwing his name to everybody and they were all wanting him because who doesn't want a millionaire on their podcast, right? I have a millionaire right? on my podcast. He's going to boost you up. He comes right, back right. to me and he's like, Phil, I want to start a podcast. How do we do this? So I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, and he just wanted to do solo. And I've never done solo episodes before. My whole podcasting career was guesting and like either having right. a guest on or being on another. So telling people what to do, I'm like, I don't know. So I had to figure out that launched that. Uh, and in the first six months of launching, he added it to his funnel and helped generate an additional six figures for his funnel within six months. Wow just wow, having that incredible. and he was he was yeah I was just like I'm like wait what and he's like yeah and I'm like yeah okay I'm fine with that he hit the top I think he was in top one in Australia for how to for at least two to three weeks he's always in the top 100 the top 50 the top 10 sometimes it's just it's a nice little roller coaster on the charts yeah um, right 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 but through listen notes which is kind of like the podcasters like okay this is what we do he's a top three percent podcaster so he's getting massive downloads uh he's doing great and it's just i get a mat he pays me to take his master class pretty much and that's how i look at that it that is amazing I, this, I just sit and listen to his uh his episodes and just learn from it i'm like okay and so i have a month ahead of everybody who's listening to his podcasts because every it comes so out you're already ahead later. of the game i'm ahead of the game i'm like i'm i I'm, love I'm that and i'm and with that like i was able to redo my business and he was like my he's my mentor like he's paying me to mentor me like this is like crazy incredible and yeah a, it like, was just what a blessing, 80 20 principle changed my life when i started learning about that then i started coaching other podcasters um one of them is the one that i'm pretty pretty proud of is the TWS sports podcast. It's this little podcast out of England. 
um, and it's hosted by autistic students. And oh, I, uh, love, I love that. Yeah, that is incredible. I like the, so the teacher, his name is Adam Millichip. He, he he can ask me anything. Like he's like, Phil, I need you to fly over to England and give a talk. I'm gonna be like, okay, cool, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, because he he hit me up one day. He's like, hey, I, I want to start a podcast for my students. I'm like, okay. I'm thinking it's just regular students out of school. I'm like, okay, you already have a win. Like, what are you going for? He's like, oh, we want to go after right. um, uh, legends of uh, of the UK sports world. I'm like, okay, kids, legends, you're good. Like they'll talk to kids. And then he's like, I teach at an autistic school. I'm like, you have like the perfect pitch because anybody who says no to that, it's just a jerk and no one wants to be a jerk. So you're like, hey, this is a a podcast hosted by autistic students talking to sports legends of the UK. Would you like to come on? If they say no, like the minute you say no, like, yeah, we tried to have this legend on and he said no. And then it's like, exactly. you're canceled. You're canceled. We're done. <laughs> Never again. So he hit me up when I was first starting in 2021. And I've been helping him ever since. I'm like, okay, you do this. <clears throat> Pretty much anything I pay to learn, I then go and teach him. Because I'm like, I want you to succeed. Because like, just seeing the students go from the first couple episodes where they didn't even talk. They were barely asking questions and it was mostly Adam to now they take over the whole episode. They're doing all the research. They're doing the editing. They're handling most of the this technical amazing. stuff. Not only that, they like, that just blew my mind. I'm like just the growth that those students have learned and these kids have learned that they're going to be able to take on in future life. And especially when they were like, they're autistic, you know, they're not developed, mm-hmm. but they're like way ahead of everybody else. Plus, that is incredible local ebc has had multiple in their newspaper on their television on the radio they've been on the radio countless times Be- they're not the national bbc has taken their uh, taken their story they've been invited to uh movie premieres from one of their guests i think one of them ran with the torch i'm not sure which olympics or what event but they ran with the torch through the town like the these kids have been just from this podcast and just like helping like get them out there grow their voice they've had w, uh wrestling legends on like mick foley uh kurt wow. angle all these amazing like you, you look at the roster of people who've come on and you're like these people don't even do m- like mainstream media and here you have right. them on your podcast just chatting with kids and revealing some crazy stories like you're like you sure you want to tell a kid that because that's uh <laughs> oh, uh, but lot, yeah, yeah it's 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 been fun like those two and like you mentioned before uh, I don't know if you mentioned it on air or not one of my clients did just land Drew Barrymore as a as a guest so like, I was like when I seen that I'm like oh oh my gosh he needs to he needs to say this on the interview because this is amazing <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> it's the Dear Sis podcast uh by my friend uh, MJ she's she's amazing I was one of her first she usually only has females on her podcast it's very female centric podcast and I was one of her first male podcast guests and I was like okay I'm honored wow. so I'm doing this podcast it's great had a hell of a fun time doing it and then we've we stayed in contact we've done a a, a podcast webinar together about monetization because I like like monetizing your podcast for independent podcasts is super easy and su- well not easy it's simple it's not easy it's right. simple so get, getting them to understand the simplicity of it is that's the hard part 
Um, but so we did a, a webinar together and we just been, I've been helping her out and she actually had, the, you think the Drew Barrymore is huge. Personally for me, she had her podcast on a billboard in Times Square. Wow. Yeah. That's her, incredible. She, yeah. So she posted a picture or a video of her podcast on one of the video billboards in Times Square. And I'm like, either that cost a fortune or you know a lot of good people. Like, I don't understand. So, yeah. So, this is amazing. Gotten, yeah. So, she's had her billboard on uh, her podcast, like featured in a billboard on Times Square. Like, not one of the small ones out in the, this was, I think, by like a, a like one of the bigger stores. I can't remember. I don't think it was the Toys R Us. It was like one of the big stores. So it wasn't a small screen. I was like, Jesus. You how like do I that, do that is Can advertisement. Yeah. Like you you hit at least a hundred thousand people, probably. If that's going for like one a day or two a day, you're you're hitting a lot of right. people seeing that. And so they're gonna figure it out. And that people who take pictures and post it on Facebook, they're like, oh, what's that? So like the reach is astronomical. Um, right. And it was just like crazy. And then she landed Drew Barrymore. I'm like, what's next? Like, are you going to go on radio now? Like, yeah, are you going to leave the podcasting world and be like, I'm a radio star now? Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> right. But yeah, she's she's been crushing it in um, in all the stats and that and just getting these amazing guests and conversations. She has a deck of cards. She literally has a deck of cards that she uh, she produce and and you can buy because she's a huge bridge player. And she's like, why not? And she put a, right. uh, she asked me like, how do I want to sell my, my cards? I'm like, that's great. Sell your cards, put a QR code inside of it on the yes. just, just put a QR code that links to your podcast links to your website. Now people can like, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. You can buy them here, scan the QR code. And oh, now you got a, a repeat. So th that, that's, like, that's just, it's a, a simple way to monetize your podcast with your merchandise and mm -hmm. that and share your podcast. Yeah. Cause if you're playing with your cards, People are going to see your cards. You're going to be, oh, that's an interesting set of deck of cards. And you go, yeah, it's the Dear Sis cards. And right, so, right, right. so that's just, that's what I do. Like, I, I literally just talk to people and then all of a sudden I'll get an idea. I'm like, have you tried this? And they're like, no, I'm like, okay, you, what you want to do is this, 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 this. And that should, you should get something. And they just like, right, right. How did you, wow, just pops in from all the books just I've read from the, just all everything I've done, like all the interviews I've done on my digital entrepreneur, I think I'm going up to 200 now. I've interviewed wow. 200 entrepreneurs, varying degrees of entrepreneurs from like just starting to multimillionaires. One of my clients actually uh, owns a rugby team. Wow. Just owns a rugby yeah, he just bought a rugby no team. No big He's deal. Like, just owns yeah, no, no big deal. He just bought a rugby team. Um <laughs> It's a French, so he's uh, he's he's uh, German French, uh, lives in Sarla, France. He bought their their team. So apparently, every small town in France has a rugby team named after okay. their town. I didn't know this. I um, did I found not this know out. that. Yeah, now like I'm sharing this with the world. Probably people in Europe are like, yes, of course, this this is normal. Like, how do you think we do it? Um, right. How do you think we don't have wars anymore? You know, we have rugby teams <laughs> or football matches. Yeah. Um, so the team went up to him and he run at the time he was running the largest rural uh, startup incubator for uh, web 3.0, pretty much. So like cryptocurrency wow. type businesses, yeah. he wasn't building cryptocurrency, but the the blockchain development of the technology and that VR, AR, MR, all these types of things. I've I actually got to interview some of the companies inside his startup. 
And so he reached out to me because he was a guest and he's like, I want to teach my people how to podcast. So did a connection with him and he invited me down to uh, uh, an event that he was hosting called the Startup okay. Super Cup in October um, of last year, of 2020. Uh, but COVID kind of killed it. So it was just a virtual event. So that was fun. Right. Uh, but he built out uh, a huge infrastructure, brought up the internet, like he re re vitalized the whole community yeah pretty much he like reinvented the community brought in high-speed internet helped the local businesses get bigger and stuff like that helped the local football uh rugby team ended up buying them rebranding them he made a business out of out of the sports team by he's like okay how can i monetize this team after i spent so much Mm -hmm. money buying them how can i get my money back so he created this infrastructure to monetize his team and then he sold it to other other independent teams to make them monetize and he created a business and that's now listed on i believe the uh the english stock exchange i believe okay. so like <laughs> he's doing all these things and these connections are just from the interviews i do and like you have these conversations with these entrepreneurs and they drop this little nugget they they drop this little thing oh i did this and it didn't work out and right. it just sits in the back of your brain and um i was I always consider myself creative, but I was never good at painting. I was never like writing wasn't something I, I'm, I love writing, but I just, just can't write, can't sit down and write for like three hours and come out with a novel. Cause I'm like, Oh no, I want something more. I want, I'm, I, I, I'm right. always, ju- I'm always writing. But when I looked at business and making money and how simple it is, like you read, really you read is. enough books, you realize how just simple it is. It's just like, I have this you want this or just finding that person who wants what you you want and that's not hard it's 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 like what uh, jamie and you guys teach in uh your your podcast thing uh program it's defining your niche defining your audience once you have that audience in the niche you can you can you'll you'll make money like it's wonders honestly like just finding that the the target niche like you said honest getting real particular with that what it is and yeah absolutely absolutely so with your like with building the business um over throughout the years and everything how has how would you say the podcasts podcasts because you have several of them uh like directly affected it the most like so the digital entrepreneur podcast i is my bread and butter um, it's okay. the one that brings in the most, the, the clients that can pay pretty much. Right, um, right, right. The quality leads. The, the quality leads, the, the, the ones that are interested in podcasts. And so I use that when they get on my show, I show them the whole, stru- they pretty much get the structure. I really love how you guys do your guest funnel. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to definitely Thank copy you. it because it's phenomenal. And everybody no should Guest funnels is one of the things that I think a lot of podcasters fail on. So I really, I love the guest funnel that you guys have and the the structure it has. I think Jamie did an awesome job with it. And I was telling, I was telling friends about like, I did, I do a live in my Facebook group and I was talking about like, I, I just went on this amazing funnel. I can't wait to be a guest on it. And I'll tell you guys about it off afterwards, my audience, because it is I it's love amazing. the fact that it, it it's amazing. Like it, it hooks you and it's like, it makes you want to be the best guest possible. 
like every time I got the email, I'm like, okay, then I'm thinking about, okay, what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, how can I be like more valuable than, you know, just not just another no name off the street. Like, how can I provide so much value? And I'm like, I don't know how. Um, Oh, you do it naturally, my friend. But yeah, Jamie's an expert with that. Like that funnel has done wonders for us. (laughs) I can only imagine how, (laughs) how amazing that funnel is. So I do something like I don't have an, a nice intricate funnel like Jamie has, but I use my show by using Streamlabs. Yeah. I have the video intro in the front end. I have the outro at the back end. So the, entre- the entrepreneurs come on and they see how like seamless the interview is. And right. they're like, how can I do that? I'm like, okay, well, this is how. And I just, I, I give it freely. I'm like, this is exactly what you need to do. And they're like, okay, can you help? <laughs> can you do it? I'm like, yeah, sure. Help, here. please. Yeah, help please. Like that, they're like, okay, that's nice. Uh, that sounds simple, but it's a lot of work. Can you do it? I don't have the time. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's right. that's how I end up getting it. It's like I show them how simple it looks and how like, oh, that seems easy. And then it's actual work, and then they pay me, and so that helps grow my business because I get to interact with uh, entrepreneurs. I get to pick their brain. Like if I'm having an issue, like if I want to learn how to copyright or write better copy, I just have to go to a copywriting group and go, Hey, I'm looking for uh, any copywriters that have their own business agency that want to talk about it and come on the show. And then they come on my show. And then I, I go, okay, I have some questions. (laughs) And I ask, I I have lots of questions about your (laughs) business. Specifically, how do you write this email to make it make more money? you know yeah yeah just it's it and like when I tell that to entrepreneurs like like here's the thing like you can use it to either grow your knowledge by bringing on people who are more successful and that ends up making you look more credible or you can use it to you can go yeah you build your authority times Mm -hmm. 10 or you can use it and not care about building your authority but just get leads because people think like oh I have to have Mm -hmm. hundreds of downloads to get make money from a podcast you don't you can not I, I necessarily it's not uh, you can just go look and, i want to help real estate agents get more leads i'll go to talk to 100 real estate agents and they just come on they talk about their business i their struggles you t- give them their answer and then at the end of it you have a five second chat a five minute chat saying yeah if you need any help with it i would love to help you out and that's right. soft sell they'll they nearly like 50 percent will say yes to a to a call because you made the, you built the connection during the You built the, the relationship, you built the rapport yeah. and everything like that. Like, I, and I totally feel you when you say, you know, like, I think a lot of people get it confused that, you know, having more downloads means more revenue coming in. And it, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, sometimes that's the way it works for some people, but very, very, uh, slim it's chances. The ma- the more it's, li- it's the, it's the old matrix of podcasting yeah. before businesses, business users got into it. It was the right. hobbyist, like, and the big businesses, like, we're only going to sponsor you because they were using the CPMs from digital marketing that they have, like Facebook ads and, you know, all those ads. So they don't understand. Right. They're all like 10 years ago. <laughs> right. And it's so true. Like, I know one of our clients had, she's like, well, I have 1.13 million down, downloads. She's like, but I'm not making like, money that I should have been making she's like I guess maybe I just need more downloads anyways uh you know after she joined our program tweaked one thing was the niche of people she was like bringing onto her show and attracting so that just changing that traffic then you know that made 
all the difference. Now she's making way more money. It's like, it doesn't matter about the downloads. Like it really doesn't in most It's cases. a vanity matrix. It's a vanity matrix <laughs> for specifically for business podcasters. So yeah. for me, I look at, you have your hobbyists and then you have your business podcasters and then you got your celebrities. Right. I don't count the celebrities because they already had a mass following. So whatever they drop, right. they're going to blow up. Business uh-huh users they like to make money and they like to see an ROI they understand yeah. that the downloads doesn't matter to them it's nothing like if i get if i get one download but i make a million dollars i could care less about how many downloads i have i just made a million dollars right that's right that's the key point and it's it's getting people to change their mindset from it's a vanity my the followers you have doesn't matter do they pay you no then they don't matter yeah. It's the people yeah. that pay you that matter. And so it's getting podcasters to think like that. Like business people, Changing it's very easy mindset. for them. to. It's very easy for business people to think like that because they're like, can I make money from this? Yes. Okay, let's go. And that, that's it. Right. As long as they see money coming in, it doesn't cost me more than, than the money coming in. Like that's their, if I make more money than it's costing me, I don't care what the cost is. I'm making more money. Download exactly. numbers, and followers. For- they, right. They and like, care. so with the, with the lady who had said she had 1.3 million downloads, um, but wasn't making the money, you know, we had another guy at the same time join our program who only had 1,000 downloads, but yet he was making a ton of money because he, for one, we, we well, once he joined, he switched the targeted audience. Like he really got clear on who his dream customers were. Those were the people that, you know, he tweaked that, then he was attracting the right people. And that makes all the difference. So it didn't matter that he only had a thousand downloads. It's the people that he was targeting, the the dream customers he was filtering out that made the world a difference, made, made him make money in the first month, a, a great amount of money. And it's just like a lot of people see it like, okay, no, it's all about the downloads, but it's just, it's really not. No, it's a vanity. Like I was, I was reading something on LinkedIn by, uh, I can't, I Oh, I can't remember his name. And he was talking about how the download matrix, like it, it's, it, it's an archaic thing from the past. And right. he was talking about like how people are like, Oh, I, I have this many downloads or I got on this place on the charts or this and this. And it's like, there are like 4 million podcasts probably at this point now in the world. Right. Like, and there's three, or there's what we're close to closing in on 8 billion people. Like I'm pretty sure until you hit a billion downloads, no one really cares. Like if I'm making money, getting a, getting a, and there was an article written, like, I know I'm jumping around a bit, but it's like, it's a van downloads are a vanity matrix. Follower counts as a vanity matrix. Cause you can buy downloads. You can buy, buy followers. Like it's been proven and Instagram and Twitter have to go through the bots, but there was an article. I can't remember who wrote it, but Tim Ferriss talked about it, but all you need is a thousand true fans. So if you're a podcaster mm-hmm. or a business, all you need is a thousand true fans, loyal customers paying you, let's say $10 a month. They're paying you $10 a month. That's $10,000 a, a month, right? From all of them. And that's 120,000 a year. Now as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a one person business owner, 120 is really easy to live on because your business expenses with a podcast are close to zero because there's right. like... You're, you're paying for your hosting. That's it. And then your team, yeah. what? Maybe like your whole team, maybe the cost comes to about 10,000 a year, maybe. Right. So right. you're now making 110,000 a year. 
Right. That's like pure profit that you can then take in and reinvest into your business to grow your business if you want. But if exactly. you just need a thousand people to follow you and love you and pay you $10, like that's what I talk to in de- independent podcasters. I'm like, get 10, get a thousand people paying you 10 bucks and you're good for life. You don't need a, a thousand downloads. No, a thousand fans following you. Boom. I like exactly. to make things simple in life. I, I like yeah. simplicity. <laughs> I do too. I do too. And I love the way you, 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 you mentioned that because you, you make it simple and you get to the point. And I love that. So I know we're getting close to the end of the episode, Philip, but and my question for you is, you know, what is your biggest desire with your, your podcast for the, or your several podcasts mm-hmm. for the year? Like, where are you going with those? What's your plan? What's your focus? So my overall goal is to make sure um, I can help is uh, leave a legacy where people can learn how to make their own money. Um, okay. either through digital entrepreneurship, either through podcasting, through stocks. Um, I can't believe I didn't even talk about my stock show, but anyways, about stocks or even like, yeah, the stock. We're going to get you back. We're going to get you back on and we'll talk about that on the next one. hundred percent. Yeah. That one I'm very proud of. That one is a, is yes. a very interesting story, but, uh, so either teaching them how to create businesses. Cause I have a whole bunch of different types of entrepreneurs on, ranging from copywriters, you know, agency owners, all those types of entrepreneurs in the digital world. I have them on. And so I want to help people learn how I'm like, oh, you like writing? Well, you can become a copywriter. Or you like, you know, figuring out analytics? Well, you can go into be, uh, you know, a Facebook ads person. So my goal, my overall goal is either with my, any of my podcasters is showing people how they can easily make money and live the life they want. Like you can live your, your free life. You don't have to work a nine to five if you don't want to. Uh, my goal right. for this year is to finish the year strong, um, maybe get another 100,000 downloads for one of my podcasts, hit, the, hit that goal. Uh, but I have, a, I have a goal for next year to be on 52 podcasts, one a, one wow. a week pretty much. Um, wow. That's the, that's, the, that's the minimum goal. The, the real, un- like, I want to say the unachievable goal is doubling that, so 104 podcasts being like just go on as many podcasts as I possibly can to talk about how the power of podcasting and how everybody should have a podcast um Gary V was talking about it like three years ago or four years ago I just listened to a podcast with Mr. Beast the one of the largest creators on YouTube and he was talking about how podcasts are OP so if you have the biggest creator on YouTube talking about it and then you have Gary V himself talking about it I just you know how powerful podcasting is. I just want to get as many people on podcasts as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you will. I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> um, and what about what, for the business? Uh, what's your business, focus with the business? I want to make it as hands-off as possible. Okay. I want to, I want to keep my business as small as possible. So like me, maybe one or two other people on the team. Mm-hmm. I really love how Jamie's building out his team for his podcasts. That's something that's him a lot of his time back. Yes. And, and I'm like, generates, mm, but it generates. still generates even more money because he's not doing yeah. all of himself. Right. Yeah. I, I like that. And I'm like, do I want to step away from hosting my podcast or do I want to make it so that my business can run and I can just do what I love, which is talking to people and just having there fun talking. That's kind of like, yeah. I want to try and set it up so the business can grow to a point where I can be as hands-off as possible, like the four-hour work week, away. which doesn't, 
step away. But I you're don't need still it to the boom. face of it all, right? Yeah, and- I can be the face, the brand of it. And it's just they're churning out money, my personal ATM machine if I right. want, you know. And the thing I don't Yeah, like, like and the thing is you can still talk to people after the like after the interview. If they want to talk to you, you can still do that. But absolutely see what you're saying. Yeah. That that's I a lot of people are like, oh, I want to make a, a hundred million dollars. I want to be a billionaire. I want to be I'm like, I just want to make enough so that I technically don't have to work anymore. I can do what I want right. whenever I want. If I want to yeah. record podcasts all day, good. If I want to say, hey, I want to go to the south of France for a week, I can go to the south Fun. of France for a week. Like I'm beholden right, to right. no one but myself. And that's that's the the goal of the business. Get get to a point where I can do whatever I want whenever I want. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Philip Better. Love, 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 love what you're doing. <laughs> thank you so and much, Renee. Absolutely. And I want to get you back on in the near future to go over the, the uh, stock me better. Uh, stock dirty to me. What, what you're doing. Or stock dirty to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm getting them confused. I'm sorry. It's fine. Like uh, I said, there's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to remember. <laughs> Stop dirty to me. Let's get on again and talk about that one because I know you got some cool things going on with that. And I'd love to share it with everyone again. This is an amazing interview. Pleasure to have you on. Before we jump off, what would be the best way to go ahead and have anyone uh, connect with you? If anyone listening is wanting to connect, what's the best way? The best, best way to connect with me is uh, through Instagram at podcaster feel better. Simple as that. Find me on Instagram there. You can find my links to everything, but Instagram at podcaster feel better. Absolutely love it. Well, thank you again, Phil and group. If you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you are a six figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on just like our wonderful Phil did today for an interview, please go to top100interview.com and fill out the application. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks again, Phil. Touch everybody on the next episode. See you later. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.